Hi, this is Paul. Welcome to 104 Lord. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get notified of future episodes. Thanks again and enjoy 104 Lord. Hey everybody, this is Paul. Welcome to 104 Lord. I'm here in Meridian, Mississippi, right off of I-20. And uh, just wanted to do a little follow-up episode to my last one about the oracles of God. Just wanted to uh, to flesh that out a little bit more with Scripture. And uh, if you recall, I, I referred to uh, someone when they speaking by the Spirit of God and not even realizing they were doing it. And I wanted to show you that not only have I seen that in practice multiple times, but you, it's actually found in Scripture. So if you look at, let's see here, John chapter 11. John 11. And we're going to start in verse 49. But I wanted to give you a little backstory. So the leaders in Israel have gathered together because they're, they're saying, we've got to do something about this Jesus of Nazareth. He's doing all these miracles. He's teaching everywhere. All these people are going to believe in him and you know, we're, we're going to lose everything. And so one of them, <clears throat> verse nine, 49, and one of them named Caiaphas being high priest that same year came unto, said unto them, you know nothing at all nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation perish not. Verse 51. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the people. So this man didn't even realize that he was prophesying, but he was. He was just, in his mind, he was just saying, we've got to, we've got to kill this Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth. So, that we don't lose everything. So the Romans don't come and take away everything we got. We, we got to get rid of this guy. Um, but in re So that's what he thought he was, why he was saying it, right? But he didn't even realize that he was actually prophesying. And so I just wanted to show you that that is scriptural, that a person can give bring forth divine utterance and not even realize that they're doing it, okay? Uh, the next thing I wanted to show you is Numbers 11.29, way back in the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers 11. <clears throat> I love this. This is, I really enjoy this scripture. Uh, 11.29. All right, let's back this up <clears throat> to uh, verse 27, but let me give you the backstory story here. Um, the, Moses was, up to this point, had been basically a one-man show with Israel, and it was wearing him out. And so God took of the spirit that he put on Moses and put it on the 70 elders so that they could bear some of the load so that Moses wouldn't be worn out. And two of the men weren't with the, with the other, two of the 70 were somewhere else 
when this happened, but the Spirit still came upon them. And verse 27, And there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Ildad and Medad do prophesy in the camp. And Joseph, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses. Now Joseph was Moses' right-hand man. He was like Moses' apprentice. Um, he would eventually um, take the mantle, as it were. He would, uh, he would take over from Moses after Moses uh, was forbidden from God to go into the promised land. He had to stay on the other side of the Jordan. <clears throat> but uh, it says, um, Joshua, the son of Nun, said, servant of Moses, and one of his young men answered and said, my Lord Moses forbid them. So Joshua was saying, look, Moses, tell these guys to stop prophesying. That's your job. What do they, what do they think they're doing, right? That's basically what he's saying. I love this. Verse 29, and Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? He's saying, are you jealous for my sake? Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Okay. Would that all the Lord's people were prophets and that he would put his spirit upon them. Now, there's a lot of foreshadowing in the Bible. So much so that we have a name for it. We call it shadows and types. And this is foreshadowing. <clears throat> because as you'll read in the book of Acts, uh, God prophesied, I believe it was in the prophet Joel, that he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And let's see here. First Corinthians. There's so many scriptures in, you know, I'll, I'll, I imagine a lot of y'all are probably serious biblical students yourselves. So as I'm going through this, You've probably got a lot of scriptures that are example of this of the of this that are coming to mind, but I like to keep my my episodes concise. Um, when I was in Marine Corps boot camp, my drill instructor used to call me Paul Harvey because I always had to give him the rest of the story. <laughs> he said, "Okay, Paul Harvey," you know. So I try not to do that. I try to keep my uh, my episodes concise and not. Uh, not try to put too much in them, but I'd certainly encourage you to go back and study in the scriptures and you, you can find a lot more on this topic in the word of God. So first Corinthians chapter 14. All right. Verse, starting in verse 29, let the prophets speak two or three, and let the other judge. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. Verse 31, for ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn, and all may be comforted. It says, ye may all prophesy. Okay. Um, he, he says in um, verse... 39, wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues. So, and, and you'll see that this a lot in 1 Corinthians 14, that Paul is very much in favor of the gifts of the Spirit, but especially prophecy. And it, it carries with it just certain benefits that are useful to helping God's people to encouraging them to at times prophecy can be 
certainly be rebuke. You see that throughout the Bible um, and, and giving and guiding God's people. Now, now I say this, keep in mind, as I've, you've heard me say before my episodes, that God, if you're God's child, he's going to speak to you first. Okay. He's going to speak to you first. But sometimes, as we learn in Hebrews, sometimes we get dull of hearing. Sometimes God's been trying to tell us something, but we've been sort of putting cotton balls in our ears or whatever because we've been hardening our hearts because of the deceitfulness of sin. Sometimes we're just not, or just, we're just not tuned in, so to speak. Um, but then he'll have someone say something. They, they may not even realize that, that God is speaking through them, giving them divine utterance. But they just say something, and you hear it, and it just sort of catches your attention. Because you know that when you hear it, the Spirit of God within you testifies within you and gets your attention and says, hey, that's for you. That's a message for you. And very frequently, it's it's a message of correction. It's It, it may be a message of encouragement, certainly. Uh, it may be... A, uh, it may be to help to guide you and clarify the direction that God is leading you. And it could also be a message of rebuke, of telling you where you need to repent in your life. So um, that's just a few things. There's so much more. Go ahead and read the book of Acts. What you see in the book of Acts is that the Spirit of God was so involved in the the, the lives of, his, of God's people and it's a great thing to do to learn to see these instances where the Spirit of God spoke to people and led people and directed people. And that's really where we need to be. That's where, where, where we need to strive for. Um, you know, one of my greatest goals in life as a husband and a father is to teach my, my wife and to teach my children about how to be led by the Spirit of God and, and how that works. And I don't have it mastered. I'm still learning myself. But the Lord has, has taught me some things, and he's leading me and guiding me. And so my greatest ambition for my family is that they would truly know the Lord and walk with him moment by moment, day by day. Because the Spirit, the Scripture says, for whosoever is led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I want my, my family to really know, and, and, and future generations, we should, we should want to go farther than the generations before us, and we should want the generations that follow to go even farther, to to be even closer to the Lord, and be more sensitive to His voice than even than we were, because it's like if you ever see the movie The Big Red One, uh, in um, it's an old movie about World War Two and D Day. There's this thing called Bangalore Rushes. Uh, the Bangalore torpedo. It was a section of pipe that they that was filled with explosives, and they would link these sections of explosive-filled pipe together, and they would slide them under the the concertina wire and the over the landmines and everything. And each man would have a section, and he connected to the last section, and slide it forward. So, you know, one by one, they they kept getting shot, and eventually, you get enough guys to go through it, and they could slide it all the way through. And then they would detonate it and blow a path through the enemy's defenses so that the platoon could run through uh, and get through the obstacle. 
Well, that's how I see the church. That's how I see generations of believers is we've each got our part to play. We've each got our section of Bangalore to to connect to the generation that came before us. And we don't need to just to sit on the beach and hang out where Reverend so-and-so or Dr. so-and-so where he left off. No, we need to take it from there and move it forward. We need to, to keep pressing on. You know, if you're in a, a, a beach landing, worst thing you can do is just sit there because eventually the enemy will knock you off. You got to keep moving forward. And that's what we need to do. We need to keep charging forward, advancing the kingdom of God. So that's what I got tonight. Uh, again, this is Paul with 10-4 Lord. And hey, you know, if, uh, if you're out there, drop me a message, send me a voice message or, or a comment or something, uh, an email or something like that. My email is ptrosclare1775 at gmail.com. And uh, send me your 20. Let me know where you're coming from. All right, y'all. Be blessed. This is Paul with 10-4 Lord. Have a great night. Hi, this is Paul with 10-4 Lord. If you enjoyed today's episode, please shoot me an email at 10-4-Lord at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.